What's good, everyone? You're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM, HD1, Raleigh. We're a student-run nonprofit radio station based out of North Carolina State University. I'm DJ Lucid, and this is Off the Record. Here with me today are a couple of very talented members of the band Dead Fox No Groove. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? What's up? I'm Chapman. And I'm Blake. So what are your positions specifically in the band? Um, I am the rhythm guitarist and the vocalist of Dead Fox. And I am the drummer slash manager. Okay, great. So where are you both coming from today? Wilmington, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So we at WKNC appreciate you driving down and being with us here today. One of the biggest questions I had when I first met y'all not so long ago was obviously... What is Dead Fox No Groove? Ooh. What is the story behind the name, you guys? Oh, this is a good one. Oh, I want Chappie to tell it, though. Okay. <laughs> uh, we always, uh, always kind of split up this, this answer, so I'll let you take the, the latter half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so it started off with me and Blake. Um, we were playing uh, just acoustic guitar in Cajon at the time. Slugging it out, doing long cover gigs. Exactly. Still do. Still do <laughs> yeah, true. That was all we were doing for a little while. Yeah. And uh, we had been um, to countless open mics where people introduced us as Chapman and Blake. And uh, I don't know, after like two months of that, I finally was like, yo, I- I'm done with that. <laughs> we <laughs> got to lock our... Not yeah. having a name. Two months. Yeah, yeah. that gets it. You need <laughs> something. Yeah, so we uh, we locked ourselves in a room and uh, made a vow not to leave until we came up with a good name. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we went through name after name. Uh, we knew we wanted Fox in the name. Um, and so we were just like trying to come up with like two word names. Uh, like Garden Fox was on the table for a minute. Unfortunately, it was taken. <laughs> Garden Fox was taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We were really into gardening at the at that time. <laughs> it was a vibe. It was a it was a short lived uh, obsession of ours for for a minute. I think Dead Fox No Groove kind of encapsulates you guys better than Garden Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does too. Yeah, and then it I came so. about like Blake was. Yeah, so it's like after we ran through all of these like two syllable or like, you know, three syllable names that we thought were cool that had Fox in it, we found all of them taken. And so I was like, all right, we got to step it up. We need like a four syllable name with Fox in it. We were committed to the Fox bit at this point. We both have like a lot of like Fox symbolism, I feel, in our lives. And also being like two redheads kind of just it's like a little Mm. bonus, honestly. But um, yeah, I basically said to Chapman, I was like, look, if it's not going to be, like, something, like, two-syllable, one-syllable, like, something Fox or, like, whatever, I was like, we need maybe to branch it out. So I'm thinking if we're going to go four syllables, maybe something, for example, and I was, like, very explicit in this being an example because I did not want whatever I just said (laughs) off the top of my head to be the band name. Uh, I was like, for example, I don't know, like, Dead Fox No Groove, you know? I was like, that's it, that's That's it, that's the one. That's it, and I was like, no, 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 give me like five more minutes, I'll come up with a better name, and he was like, no, No, we're done, that's it, that's it, that's it. I (laughs) I can unlock the door now. Sold. But it grew on you, obviously. It did, honestly, it's like, I feel like it kind of encapsulates this sort of just like off-the-cuff, like, manic energy that we sort of have, and uh, yeah, it's... It's a, it's a mouthful sometimes, but I do love it. I do love it. It's very unique. I'm very big on band names. Mm-hmm. And so um, 
we were we were really really committed to like coming up with a good band name at the time like it was like we had to have something that was like you know unique good catchy it's punchy yeah. it is punchy <laughs> yeah. it really it punches you in the face when you hear it yeah Four like times. both parts Funky and edgy, I would say, which is definitely the vibe that I got from you guys when you walked into our studio. Oh, <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Two funky, edgy gingers. Yeah, well, you accomplished that through your name. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Okay, Appreciate so it. you guys have been working together for over a year now. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Two well years now. Year. Over yeah. two yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is the story behind how y'all met? Ooh, so this is a fun one. Um, I'll I'll take the reins on this. Yeah, one a you got bit. it. Um, so I was running sound for an open mic at this uh, bar called Barzar in Wilmington, and uh, I had just kind of like been going there a little bit and realizing that like nobody was gonna run the soundboard, and I'm like obsessed with like audio engineering and stuff, and so I was uh, volunteering myself to take it upon. Uh, as my responsibility to make sure that the sound was good. And one fateful day, like soon after I started running sound there, maybe like it was like the second time I'd ever done it, um, Chapman comes up on stage, uh, first time ever seeing him. And he's so sweet. He's so nice. He just like gets on the stage and he's just like, hey, you're running sound. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, like plug in right here. And I like plug him in and like get him set up real quick and just like i don't know this is like really funny the one time i ever brought my headphones to run sound put my headphones on and the moment he starts singing i'm just like oh my god this guy can sing (laughs) it it blew me away like instantly and i think he started uh singing hot blood by kaleo at the time and it really really impressed me i mean he he's got some pipes on him if you don't already know he's 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 really good and uh i was kind of awestruck at the time and he actually also played hopeless romantic that night and once i found out that was an original song i was just kind of blown away and so i went up to him and i was like yo that was really really good crazy question are you trying to start a band like are you playing playing music and uh you know are you already in a band and he was like so nice he was like yeah that would be so awesome and so uh we you know decided like yo we should meet up let's play music like let's do it and uh yeah, that was pretty much the start of it. That was really how it all kind of came to fruition. Yeah. Is that yeah. the same recollection you have? No, that? yeah, that was pretty much the same recollection. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because uh, I uh, played that night and um, you were supposed to play that night too. This is a, yeah, this is a really yeah, crucial and part of the story. <laughs> you, you weren't. Um, they didn't like, let me play. Yeah, we curfew. ran out of time yeah. or something. And I was so excited because I was like, okay, this is my shot at showing this guy what I can do now. Because, you know, he, he already played and I was mm-hmm. going to play at the end of the night because I'm running sound. I'm not just going to like wedge myself in the middle of it or something. And it was getting pretty late. Uh, everybody was leaving and I was right about to get up and play. And I literally plugged in, set my own sound up, got up on stage. And then I was like, right about to start and then the host at the time came up to me and was like yo we have to stop like it's too late it's too late i was like what so i just like had gotten done running sound the whole night and then got like booted off the stage and so like a a small handful of people who were like still hanging out were like you should still play like including yours truly (laughs) you should still play like let's go outside and just like play a couple songs and uh yeah we did and it was it was really fun and um there's a there's a little bit more of a of an elongated story for this, but uh, it gets really funny. Um, but so, way 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 loop around to this whole like situation. I had actually met Chapman's sister months before this had ever happened. Uh, while I was playing 
at Duck and Dive. I was just doing like a little solo acoustic opening set mm -hmm. for another band. And uh, basically, like his sister came up to me and was like, yo, your vibe is awesome. Like you need to meet my brother. Like I feel like you guys, if you jammed, like he's trying to start a band, like y'all would have like some <laughs> magic, like definitely do it. And uh, she like gives me his like Instagram handle at the time and I sent him a friend request, does not respond. <laughs> See no his sister way. a second time, like two months later, and she's like, "Did you ever get up with my brother?" Like, and I'm like, "No, he never like accepted my <laughs> friend request." I am classically <laughs> bad at Instagram. Oh my God. <laughs> so bad at it. So that was like a right time, right moment. Yeah. Well, so the the funniest part about that is, like, as we were leaving after meeting for the first time. Uh, I'm like, what's your Instagram, man? Like, you know, like uh, I'll hit you up on there. And he tells me his Instagram handle. And as soon as he leaves, I pull it up on my phone, like search his name. And I'm like, this is the guy that still <laughs> hasn't accepted my friend request on Instagram. Uh. And uh, no, it was so funny. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, I know who he is. I know, you know, like he comes here like, okay, this is Higher like, chance. This is a lead now. I, I can see. I can see why his sister was trying to get us together. I was like, it made sense. Like mm -hmm. we have like a similar vibe. Yeah, and, that's uh, great. We no. have a similar vibe. You guys look like brothers. Honestly, <laughs> we get that a lot. So often. <laughs> we might be. We might be related. We should take a twenty-three and me. I know, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's evident that you guys work so well together. I mean, you act like you've known each other your whole lives. It feels like it. How does that work with um, songwriting? Is it more of a collaboration or is it, you know, a split between instrumental and lyrics? Mm. A, a lot of the songs that we like that we play as of right now are songs that I wrote like before I even knew Blake, mm -hmm. um, before I knew all the homies in Dead Fox. And um but recently we've like we've started to um like write more collectively um but before then it was like more it looked like me kind of coming to Blake with like a song and being like yo like what do you think about this and um like there are a lot of places um in a lot of the songs where like Blake has like put his touch and i like like one of my favorite moments is uh in um, a song called Runner, uh, which I wrote before I knew Blake, um, is this like change in the chord progression. And uh, like we wrote more lyrics to put on top of it, um, but it was Blake's idea to put it in there. And it's just this like little seven that's like- Little seven chord. Little seven chord, like, you know, uh, just hidden in there. And it's, it's super cool. I like playing like a more editorial role. Okay. I like to just kind of like offer suggestions along the way. Like I always like to just like tweak things, you know. It's hard for me to like really like write the band a song, you know, that like resonates with everybody because I feel like I have like a really niche way of like writing songs for myself. And um, in the context of the band, I feel like I always feel like as a drummer, I'm sort of like remixing a another songwriter's idea. Yeah. Um, Is that what happened with Hopeless Romantic? It started out as acoustic and then. Oh, yeah. I was like, we it need got to be edited. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what's kind of happened with like a lot of the songs. Like they were all like very acoustic y. And then like the whole like us moving to the drum kit with a bass um, and like the el whole electric vibe, um, it quickly became apparent that we would have to like 
soft rewrite some of these songs yeah. and like, and, like figure out how everything. they yeah have, figure out how they like they fit into the new sound yeah. and that and that was a cool cool thing and we're still doing like a lot of that today i mean we always come to new realizations about how to better fit uh the con like the context of a song to really like accommodate to a rock band mm-hmm. and a lot of this stuff it just sort of kind of comes in the moment like we'll write a new intro to a song or just maybe change how a chord is played or you know just like little things like that go a long way especially with like electric guitars there has to be like a lot of like focus on like how the energy carries and that's like something that we're just constantly expanding on yeah your sound is really unique i mean i would say like a combination of a bunch of different genres honestly i appreciate that how would you guys describe it though Ooh, like sad boy blues, <laughs> like with like rashy, angry. <laughs> yeah, like like a bluesy, uh, bluesy like sad boy rock music with a little bit of Latin flair, yeah. like the smallest little bit. <laughs> sad boy is yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 a lot of the yeah. subject matter, you know. <laughs> it's very relevant today. I okay. Oh no. <laughs> Well, I mean, you used to be an acoustic duo, I would say. Mm -hmm. How do you think your sound has changed from, well, not only expanding your instruments to electric, but also expanding your band with people? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I think, I don't know. I think, uh, like, our sound has definitely gotten louder. (laughs) Um, Much louder. But uh, like adding um, like Keon and Q to the band, uh, it's become like, I don't know, I feel like it's become a lot more grandiose. Like at first, Dead Fox had a very like, a very sweet undertone to it. Like mm-hmm. there was something about it that made people, you know, kind of make like an awe face, we're you know? Awesome. We're kind of awesome. Yeah. We're, we're kind of flowery <laughs> sometimes, you know? But then like, you know, we started playing like all the rock shows and um, doing that kind of uh like having a lot more energy um really and leaning into like the fire of yeah and it's become a lot more like um angry at times and a lot more like triumphant almost at times um like they're very like big moments that were not be- like possible before and then um, also like kind of moving from being a duo to a four piece i feel like the band itself is a lot more organic and sort of its own thing that kind of comes to like different different things that maybe like me and Chapman wouldn't really get to by just kind of pinging ideas back and forth like it, it kind of can get like there's, there's sort of like a staleness I feel like after a while like we sort of knew that the sound was really destined to kind of grow into like a full rock band yeah. and um, it really just sort of like opens a lot of doors to creativity when it comes to any type of suggestion that Q or Keon might introduced to the band and we just take it and run with it and every single time we change like some little tiny variable it just becomes so much better for it mm-hmm. yeah so you said your sound very collective it's um kind of a mix right mm-hmm. what would you say is your inspiration behind your songs Ooh. um i get a lot of different inspiration from a lot of different places um i would say like as far as lyrics, um, like Father John Misty, oh, um, yes, uh, <laughs> Father John Misty, um, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, big, uh, big one, yeah. Oh my God. Um, 
I don't know, people like Briss um, mm-hmm. like those <laughs> those names, like the people that just like, oh my gosh. Um, there's really like a, there's almost like a playlist of the early yeah, days. I was yeah, say, like, exactly. Listing my playlist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say like, like this is more than just the lyrics. Like this band, like really, um, like as far as like, I don't know, like song structure and stuff, like they inspire me. Um, uh, the Backseat Lovers, uh, so, so good. Um, but yeah, like that's like when I think along the lines of like lyrics, those are the bands that come to mind. But then sound, it's like a completely different thing. Like yeah. when I think of sound, it's like you're like Kaleo or um, like a little bit of uh, Black Keys or White Stripes mm-hmm. or um, like stuff like that. Like when I want to like rock out and feel you know, feel cool like riding down the road or whatever. Like listen to those bombastic loud rock bands, you know. <laughs> cruising your Harley just yeah, <laughs> cruising on the Harley. Yeah. <laughs> I think you nailed it then. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So even though you guys only met about two years ago, um, how long have you both been making music in general? Ooh, personally, I have been making music since I was about 13 years old. I started off making electronic music. I really wanted to make like weird goth techno. That was my life goal at the time. (laughs) And as time went on, I started to come into this realization that this is probably the wrong genre of music for me to pick right off rip and want to make because I had no knowledge of music theory at all. (laughs) And at one point when I was about 15 or 16, I started thinking like, if I really want to make music, I need to understand it. And I feel like the best way to understand music is learning how to play an instrument. I was convinced I needed to like be in a rock band instead of just like going down the route of tinkering away with knobs and stuff forever and not actually coming up with anything good, you know, just sort of messing around. Like I was doing everything based around keys and stuff, but I had no idea how to play the keyboard. I was just like playing one note at a time. And uh, eventually I started making rock music. I started playing drums and that changed my life completely. And I didn't start playing drums until I was about 17. And uh, that really just changed everything for me. And I've just been pretty much obsessed with being in a band, like supporting the local scene and really just understanding how music affects people really ever since I was 17 all the way up now until 26. So for really the last better 10 years of my life, I've just kind of given everything to understanding the ins and outs of being in a band and really like playing your role as a musician and everything that kind of goes with it has just been a very long journey for me personally. (laughs) Great. Why Blake is the manager, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That was also a joke. Uh, I'm um, not actually the manager. (laughs) If anyone is, uh, you know, looking for a band to manage, though, we are definitely open in that Gosh, we need a manager manager so bad. (laughs) Any, like, crazy label executives out there, we are... You're ready. <laughs> you guys Sign heard us. it here. <laughs> Sign us immediately. Oh, um, as for me, I uh, I've been like playing music, like in uh, I don't know. I've been playing like the guitar since ninth grade. Um, but as far as like making my own music, that didn't happen until later. Um, like I always like plinked around, but. I was always like one to like just learn a cover that I really loved. Um, and then 
once it was, I, I don't know, once I was around like in 11th grade, 12th grade, so like 17, 18, um, I started like really like messing around with like songwriting and writing my own music and uh, like kind of exploring that. Um, and that whole thing became um, something very quick. Uh, I started like gigging with all of like the covers that I had learned before and uh, and my new like newfound like songs uh, that I had written. Um, so it, it's been, I don't know, it's been a good, uh, what is it, like five years that I've been writing my own music. Um, but I've been like singing since I was like a little kid. Did all those like school plays and stuff like that. <laughs> I think an important difference in me and Chapman's dynamic is that like while I was sort of hitting the books and trying to understand how to be a band like how to just be in a band mm -hmm. chapman was maxing out his ability to actually retain and <laughs> perform music <laughs> and i just kind of went all in on being a drummer along the way <laughs> it's a good balance no, it is really it is yeah i mean that's what really like allowed us to get out there and just immediately start performing and playing music playing gigs mm -hmm. and eventually jump up to playing shows and making a little bit of traction for ourselves along the way i mean i personally can't play a single cover I can play guitar for hours and hours, and I love guitar so much, like guitar, bass, or drums, but I cannot, for the life of me, memorize anything except for anything I write. But Chapman can learn four hours of music. Hours of it. covers wow. just in, in a <laughs> vault in my mind. <laughs> well, cool. I read on your blog, Blake. Oh, no. Oh, the first person oh I've God. heard. It's not hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, the look. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I read on your blog that you are not only a part of Dead Fox, but you are also the creator of your own recording studio true. and record label. Yes, that is very true. Stella Maris Records. Stella Maris Records. Yes. Okay. So does that mean that you produce your own music for Dead Fox? I do. I do produce music for Dead Fox. We're working on uh, a single right now. Should I say what it is? is that yeah, say what it is. I'm done. Uh, yeah. Shout it from the rooftops. I'm also uh, currently working on two other main projects at the moment. Uh, I'm working with Strangers in Public on, two, I believe, two separate EPs, which will uh, be coming out very soon. I'm very excited mm -hmm. for that, as well Take. as mm -hmm. working on uh, a single for Jade and Money right now. Oh. Yes. This okay. is, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, running a recording studio and just being immersed in music 24 seven is everything 13 year old me dreamed of. And I really just couldn't imagine being at this point now and just being able to do this, mm -hmm. you know, for, for a living really. Um, so could you tell us uh, the story behind how Stella Maurice records started? Yeah. So uh, it started from me and Q, our bass player. We were both uh, running the Stella Maris hostel. We had taken over ownership uh, of the hostel uh, while we were both volunteering there at the time and we decided or we, we both really had a mutual interest for uh, recording music and we wanted to start a recording studio it was just like a shared dream that we both had and at first we actually built like a, a tiny little like pillow fort studio at the hostel <laughs> and eventually we realized like this is not going to fly because like guests are not going to enjoy this so we could only really do <laughs> stuff like that when there was nobody around the hostel and so eventually we uh, one fateful day 
while we were talking about needing to get a practice space for the band as Q had just decided that he wanted to start playing bass with us because we had just been gifted a drum set. It was a very, very, like, honestly, these were like formative times in the story of the band. But uh, the, I would say like, the turning point was one day when we were all just hanging out in the staff room of the hostel and talking about how we needed to get a, a practice space for the drum kit, really. Um, he was just like scrolling through Craigslist and he found uh, that there was availability at this place called Pyramid Rehearsal. And so we immediately called the number and we were able to get a tour that day. And eventually we expanded from the room that we immediately acquired to the room next door, which they were originally two separate rooms. And we moved into what was the control room of uh, the studio and the window dividing the two rooms and the door were boarded up. And uh, we talked to the owner about connecting the rooms back together and they were super excited about it. And they were like, they were, they were, I feel like they were honestly like, just like, they were just very excited to, to just hear that. And they really took it to the next level and they renovated the entire other recording room and uh, connected the rooms back together, took the boards off and then bada bing, bada boom, we got a recording studio mm -hmm. now. So. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Crazy. Well, a lot of your songs are unreleased you guys are kind of hard to track true. down yeah. <laughs> so i am excited for these new projects coming up thank you with you guys thank you and i think on that note we're gonna take a short break to play y'all oh we're gonna be playing uh runner right now yeah <laughs> we're gonna take a short break to play y'all runner by none other than dead fox no groove chapman and blake have come into the studio to play this original song Almost going back to their roots, they're going to be playing it as an acoustic duo. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Thank you, Lucy. to me. Someone to fill my mind And now that she's here 
I can't describe this dreadful feeling taking me over. Why did I tell her I loved her? Listening to me. Listening to me. Listening to my heart. Listening to my soul. Please let me go. I wanna go home. Listening to my heart. Listening to my soul. Please let me go. I wanna go home. Listening to me. That was the acoustic version of Runner by Dead Fox No Groove. I hope y'all enjoyed. So, how do you guys prefer to play? Acoustics or electric? Ooh, I would, I mean, I personally prefer to play as loud as humanly possible. So, when we're, like, electric, that's everything for me. But I love coming back to our roots and kind of showing people how the band started. I feel like it builds some lore to it. And the fact that we're able to still go out there and do it today is, it really does, does mean a lot to me, honestly. Because I feel like it does keep us grounded. Um, I feel like rocking out too much can sort of, change you as a person so <laughs> every once in a while when we come back and humble ourselves it, i feel like it goes a long way that was a great answer <laughs> <laughs> thank you i also like the rocked out version like it's uh it's a lot more energy and um but i i don't honestly i couldn't have said it better um but right. you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think like the rock like definitely changes the music mm -hmm. a lot yeah, more yeah it can be kind of spooky sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we got to talk about your upcoming performances. So this October, I think the 19th is you guys playing at the North Carolina State Fair yes. here in Raleigh. Yep. We will be playing at the State Fair from 11 in the morning to 12, and then again from uh, 12.30 to 1.30 for two separate one-hour-long sets. Yeah. Okay, great. So... Is this going to be the largest performance you guys have done as a group? Oh, I I don't know. Like, I really don't know what to expect because we also have another really exciting show coming up on the 8th of October. The Wilmington River Fest uh, is going to be super, super exciting. I mean, we've just really read a lot about Wilmington River Fest. We haven't been here for it because they haven't had one in about three years. And mm -hmm. both me and Chapman moved there uh, to Wilmington about three years ago yeah. so right we missed it we missed it by just like a slim little window um but yeah we're gonna be playing at two o'clock for a little 30 minute set and yeah i'm super excited to see how the turnout is for that yeah so i i think uh but this is definitely like um the biggest event you know mm -hmm. uh like it's like the north carolina state fair you know yeah. um we've definitely never uh played something like a state fair before yeah easily definitely not but we'll see. We'll see how the how the turnout is. If we can get some people to turn their heads or something, <laughs> we're gonna rock the state fair out. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I hope they put us like next to the kids zone, just like the river fest. I, I want to see you uh, like banging on the drums and eating a, eating a big ol' uh, turkey leg at the same time. Oh you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe 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 like a Twizzler or something. Okay, heard heard. That'd be easier to manage. <laughs> So should people expect covers or originals from you guys? With an hour-long set, probably both. Um, we have uh, we have around 10 songs that are uh, originals, 
And I would say around seven of those we play. Um, the other three are like work in progress. Yeah, we're shopping them. Yeah. Um, Looking at you, a little strip of beach. Oh my gosh, that, <laughs> that song. It needs keys. We need a key player, Blake. <laughs> you can play the keys, though. Yeah, I mean, oh. <laughs> and then you got to sing. Um, but yeah, uh, so that that show will definitely be a mix of the, the best covers that we play and... Um, in our originals. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those are your two upcoming performances. When was your last performance? What was that like? Ooh, uh, so our last performance as a band or our last performance in as, general. yeah, in general? Because <laughs> sometimes, it's been you know. A for the band, that's a great question, though. What was our last show as the band? Oh my gosh, it's been at least a couple months now. Yeah, our last show as a band was Dram Tree, I yeah, would say. Dram Fest. Yeah, yeah. Dram, Dram Fest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, Was it really that long ago? I think so. What have we been doing? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. We've been working on your new project. Exactly. So <laughs> we gotta have this album out. Oh. We need it. So, um, do you as a band take any rituals before you go on a performance? I always, I love to, like once we get on stage, everybody's like all sound checked. I at least do one round of, I love you, we gonna kill this oh, <laughs> to everyone, you know? Oh my gosh, I never thought yeah. about that. Mm -hmm. I just kind of like roll around on the floor and scream for <laughs> 15 minutes before we get up it's there. Like, just Blake, to get all we gotta go. So, <laughs> like a true rock star. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is next for Dead Fox No Groove, you guys? What's the goal? What's the dream? We're going to Vegas. <laughs> we're going to Vegas. No, we're, go <laughs> we're going to Japan, Blake. Oh, no, we're going to Japan. I got to get my passport. Jappy just got his. I'm, I just I'm got gone. my passport. I'm so excited. We're going I'm to so Japan. excited. Yeah, no, we, uh, we wanted to, like, the roadmap as of right now is to get this album out and then just put it on blast. Mm -hmm. um, like send it to ev anyone and everyone. Um, like friends, family, bookers. Um, those, uh, and just try to get those, you know, bigger shows. Uh, we want, you know, we want to put the NC State Fair to shame by yeah. this time next year, you know? <laughs> I just want my dad to hear it, you know? Yeah. I, want, I want my dad to see what's going on. I feel like that'd be fun. <laughs> Those are great. Two shows a day, four nights a week. Yes. Oh. Easy money. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How much that's research awesome. did you do about us before we came on here? This is, I don't know. <laughs> that's impressive. That's actually impressive. <laughs> All right, well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about or mention before we close off? Ooh, I would say uh, to anybody out there listening, uh, if you ever really struggle with fears, you know, insecurity and self-doubt, just get out there, put a smile on your face, go out there and try to live. It's always it's always better to just to just keep pushing. You know, mm -hmm. I, I personally I feel like me and Chapman, like we struggle a lot with like certain elements to just, you know, life and, and just society, I feel like, and just trying to make it through playing music and being happy and I think you know I can't speak for you personally when it comes to all this but music is the one thing that really gets me up every day and gets me out there facing the world so I would say really think you know just focus on the thing that makes you happy in life and live your dreams see your passions out you can do it <laughs> well said <laughs> all right so where can our viewers see your socials or listen to your music um 
you can find us at uh, Dead Fox No Groove on pretty much everything. Uh, we have a couple of little v- videos out on YouTube, uh, but the like the most um, the thing that we check the most and are on the most is Instagram. Um, that's where you can see uh, our upcoming shows and our newest content. Um, we'll be putting our like music when it finally comes out on blast on that uh on that platform um and everything else that we're on uh but yeah dead fox no groove everywhere shout out wknc thank you so much for having yeah, us thank Lucy. you so so yeah, so it's much been a pleasure to meet you both blake and chapman thank you so much for taking the time to come in and talk to me absolutely thank you so much thank yep. you I appreciate y'all for tuning in, and you can check out the interviews I do with other local artists at wknc.org slash podcasts by clicking on Off the Record. I am DJ Lucid, and this is Off the Record. You were just listening to Dead Fox No Groove on WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. Ow! (laughs) I'm going to send y'all off with one more song by our friends Chapman and Blake called Hopeless Romantic. They're going to play it right here in our studio for you. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch y'all next time.
the 